Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Inside the Game of Politics with Pat McCrory is presented by Felix Savatis Mercedes-Benz of South Charlotte, Charlotte's premier Mercedes-Benz dealer and the Carolinas' number one volume sales leader. Over 300 new and 200 pre-owned vehicles always available. Visit mbcharlotte.com. As a governor, mayor, businessman, I know the game. Been played by the game. Now we are exposing the game for you. This is Inside the Game of Politics with Pat McRory. Lynette Hardaway and Rochelle Richardson, popularly known as Diamond and Silk, are American live stream video bloggers, social media personalities, and political activists, and also Fox Nation hosts. They are known for their commentary and support of President Trump. You know, the duo received media attention during the 2016 campaign and again in April 2018 when they alleged that Facebook had notified them that they were actually unsafe to the community. And in response, they accused Facebook, one of the most powerful companies in the world, of blocking and censoring their Facebook page. In fact, on April 26, 2018, at Representative Steve King's invitation, the duo testified in front of Congress about their perceived censorship by Facebook. Subsequently, Republican members of Congress brought up the duo's censorship claims at Mark Zuckerberg's testimony before the U.S. Congress. Diamond and Silk, they continue to be very popular on the campaign trail and very popular in the White House. It's our honor to have him be our guest. Wow. Oh, thank you. How, thank y'all you been, for having us. Y'all been on the road lately. You were just in Wisconsin, right? Uh, we were just in Wisconsin at a rally. Uh, we were able to open up for the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, and it was fun, phenomenal. The energy in the room was incredible. Yeah. And I'm telling you, anybody that wants to be revised, rejuvenized, mm-hmm. go to a Trump rally. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Y'all have been engaged in politics now for the past two years. Very uh-huh. active. You're now known across the nation. So you're... We're honored to have you on the Inside Game of Politics. And what we want to ask you is one question, and the question is this. Give me a a specific personal example of the good, the bad, and the outrageous or funny that you've personally encountered in politics. And why don't we first say the good. What good have you seen in politics that you've personally seen or encountered a story that you might have about the good in politics? You know what? I think that the good in politics is when you have people to open up their minds and expand their horizons and start looking at things from a different perspective or a different point of view. Mm -hmm. You know, when we started back in 2015, everybody was in their own individual boxes, you know, Uh, and we were all, it seemed to be divided by race. And the good thing is, is when we walk into airports and go into the different cities and the different states uh, on our chit chat, 
that tour and even at a rally, we see a lot of people that are changing their mindsets they, that are more conservative. Mm-hmm. You know, we're more alike than we even well, then realize. we are different. That's then we right. are different. Yeah. And when we see Democrats wanting to switch their party to Republican mm-hmm. because they love the conservative point of view, they love the president of the United States, that right there is the good in politics. Yeah. When you can change mindsets, mm-hmm. when you can get people to look at things from a different perspective, that is the good in politics, and that's what we've seen since we've been doing this since 2015. Well, and if I, just, add, yeah. if I could just add to that, you know, just seeing people longing for something different and then being able to give them that different, not knowing that that's what you're doing. You're, 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 you're basically being that person's mouthpiece and not even knowing it. As Diamond and Silk, we're just speaking our own truth, coming to find out that a lot of people that's been silent, that have been lockjaw because they've been unable to speak their truth, they're like, thank you for being my voice. You're saying the things that I've been wanting to say mm-hmm. that I can't say. So being able to have that educational component of helping people see things from a different perspective, understand things from a different perspective, and see the solution that this president is given from a different perspective have just basically knocked it out of the ball. Can you give me an example of an airport encounter or a rally encounter or a friend encounter where they came up to you and said, you know, you're saying something that we need to hear that surprised you? Every time we're in an airport, and this is the the people that you wouldn't think walk up to you is the ones that walk up to you. And we get a lot of black people, African-American people that comes up to us and they'll say, you tell this president he's doing an amazing job. Uh, Despite what the media is saying, he has a lot of support among black America, among black Americans, and thank you for being our voice. Right. And I tell them, well, you don't have to whisper because you done already got off that Democrat plantation. That's right. So you can talk louder. You know, so, go ahead, I was Phil. just going to just tell of one experience. I remember us just getting out of the car at the airport, mm-hmm. and there was this young guy. He was walking with his, you call it the boys in a hood. You know, and but he said, is that diamond itself? And we look like, okay, what is he coming up on us for? Mm-hmm. He walked up to her. He said, can I please give you girls a hug? I love you, ladies. You grown women. Thank you for speaking the truth. And we we was like, you know, you wouldn't expect right. to have gotten that from him with all of the hate that's going on on the left saying that we don't like the president. They was excited right. about about seeing us and knowing that, Donald Trump is doing something that's benefiting them. Right. So that was one shocking moment that I can remember. Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting that you said they whispered. You no need to whisper. Something I've noticed in my political career that some people would come up to me and go, I agree with you. (laughs) They whispered. (laughs) Because they're so afraid. Yeah. Why why are they afraid? (laughs) Because they don't want to be ostracized, criticized, and stigmatized right. in the community. And see, Diamond and Silk, listen, God prepared us for this day. That's right. So we don't care about the hate. The more they hate, we continue to educate and let people know that you can no longer vote for a system That's that right. keeps handing you crumbs. That's right. And so, but we try to get, listen, you can open up your mouth now. You can speak. You don't have to be afraid of anybody or 
or anything, and people are starting to speak out, which is a good thing. It's a very good thing. We let them know you don't have to whisper you're no longer on a Democrat plantation. Mm -hmm, You are free. The shackles are off of your feet. You can speak your free mind now. That's right. Mm -hmm. All right. Now tell me the bad in politics. Tell me about a personal thing about the bad in politics. Bad in politics is identity politics. I don't like it. And the reason why I don't like it is because at the end of the day, we're one race, and that's the human race. Mm -hmm. And what I find appalling is that when you have the left trying to play identity politics and acting as if we have to go through a leader in order for the person that's doing the campaign for for black people to hear them. Well, that's a problem. That's appalling to me. You know, and so when people come up to us and and when they say little things like, well, you know, uh, 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 we're stuck in this box because the left want us to think that we have to go through an Al Sharpton or a Jesse Jackson or even one of these rappers out here, these appalling rappers out here that make these derogatory rap songs Mm -hmm. in order to reach the black people. If there's one American dream for all, then you yeah. don't have to play identity politics. If you are an American, that dream belongs to you. That's right. So, so you see what I'm saying? So, the, so, the, so, the, so this is the bad in politics is yeah. when they play identity politics and when they try to play the race card. Right. So when we have people coming up to us, they don't like the race card. Right. They don't like that we're divided based on the color of our skin. They get up. It's appalling. It's appalling when you see the left pulling out the race card. Uh, this is racist. That's racist. Mm-hmm. Trying to win an election based on race. I think it's called it's called the race baiting tactics that they have been using and they continue to use. When you become awoke to what they've been doing to um silence people, to segregate people um with their thinking, with their thoughts. Um that I believe that is really what is bad about it because it makes people not even want to be a part of politics. And politics is something that governs people life every single day. Well, wait from a us sitting Let, here having this conversation. I, I agree with you one hundred percent. Let me ask you a question. You you guys have been on a lot of talk shows. Are the liberal uh-huh. are, are have any types of liberal talk shows or entertainers just shunned you? Or backstage, just gone. You know, who in the heck do you think you are? Do you feel that? Oh, that I, uh, yes. From the give me an example. Who, who do you well, feel? Okay, examples of that. Let's see. Well, I remember us being on one interview. We knocked the interview out the park. We told the naked, nasty, low down, dirty truth, and people they got so many phone calls. You know about our interview that we had. Come to find out, they wanted us back about a week or two later just to do another interview. And the person that worked with the other person that originally did the interview told them, "Do not have us back on again. They cannot have us back on." And they actually fired that person because we were on. Wow! So, um, wow. There was another instance um, when it when it come down to. Um, whenever Diamond and Silk, we're, we're do- we was told that we're going to be interviewing about this particular uh, matter subject. or subject. Mm-hmm. And then when you get there, they come in with something else. They switch it up. Right. They, they put, do we're they, always yeah. prepare for that, too. Well, yeah, they put packages in, I'm sure. They'll put a package in that tricks you. They tried to, to and, trick then it, us. and then it all blow up in their face. That's right. We've had to actually call somebody a liar 
on national TV because they tried. Who to was take this? Who was this? Um, this was up there in D.C., a, a television station in D.C. Um, that that uh, we were doing, and the lady tried to make it look like that the uh, Trump campaign was paying us, and it was a lie. That's and right. we told her that the story was not true, and she kept on. So on national TV, we had to call her a liar. A liar. Because if you sit around spreading lies, you are a liar. We're telling you that that's not true. Right. So, so that's the, those are the dirty games that they play, mm-hmm. and, this, and especially when it comes to politics, and even, again, I'll go back to identity politics, which yes. I don't like. Because you got to remember, we're two black women, and we do not fit the left, liberal, Democrat status quo. We don't right. fit their narrative. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're black, you're supposed to vote Democrat. But because we are two black, strong women, conservative women at that, it's like we got to bash them. We got to silence them. We can't let their voices be heard. Because if you see one that's gotten out of the black box, okay, it's like a bucket of crab. But if you see one that escaped, then we got to come back and get that one. Because if not, there's going to be more to escape. And another thing uh, uh, that I would like to just expound on, uh-huh. the thing that they believe, or it seems like some on the left believe, that black people are only supposed to be good at doing certain different things. Right. If you ain't, excuse my language, sliding up and down a pole, mm-hmm. on TV acting crazy, beating up on somebody, drinking like a fish, or, 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 or this thuggish stereotype, mm-hmm. then no, 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 you, 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 you ain't doing it right. right. See, but when you start thinking out the box and you're patriotic and you love the flag, you love this country, you love your president, you're we're patriotic. the greatest country on the earth, mm-hmm. we believe in one nation under God, mm-hmm. oh, the left don't like that they don't because like that. they paint you as you need to be in this box and this is the only thing you do and how dare you, how dare you? think outside of the box mm-hmm. and want to be something better than what we've already painted you as a stereotype That's you right. Are, are there any are there any specific entertainers or anybody politicians that have just shunned you when they saw you? Oh gosh, a lot of people have shunned us. Let me tell you something. You you, you notice the view don't have us on. Every one of them at the table know us. Mm-hmm. They don't have us on. That's shunned to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, listen, even into the when you get into the when you really get into the entertaining business. Right. If we was leaning left, we would be on every major talk show mm-hmm. wow. that there is that's with right. everything that we've done since 2015. Yeah. So to me, that's shunned. Look yeah. at Facebook. Yeah. Look at how Facebook has silenced our voices, conservative yeah. voices. Yeah. That's shunned. Yeah. Done by who? Liberals. Uh huh. And even down to whenever we was featured in this movie called Dummy Crap, mm-hmm. you had a movie theater to say that we were not the right type of black. That's right. So they could not play that movie. Right. And that's the end. Wow. And that was up in D.C. That was in D.C. That's shining. So we get it all the time. We just had, what was that? We, we've been with Triple A for years. Mm-hmm. Triple A for years. Triple A of North Carolina for years. That's right. All of a sudden they canceled us for no, no reason, reason at and said all. We could never come back to their service. Absolutely. And we di- we didn't even use their services. They maybe canceled your policy? They canceled yes. it, yes. Yes. So, uh, of course, we've been shunned and discriminated against based on the color well, of, of our, our politics, politics, which yeah. is wrong. Wow, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Hey, uh, what about the outrageous or funny in politics? you got to tell a Donald Trump story. You know, I used to campaign with President Trump when he was yeah. when he was when I was governor and he was on the campaign trail and you know we we'd see each other be backstage he's a very humorous guy what are some outrageous of politics especially with uh now that you I mean you you and the president are tight well you know, yeah 
Yes, we are. That's we our love president. Our we love him. Uh, we were just up there uh, in February for the Black History uh, uh, program and everything, mm-hmm. and I think this is funny. Uh, whenever we uh, got a chance to go see him, they called us and wanted us to come over there to the Oval Office so that we can chat with him and everything, and we're sitting there. And when he come in, I'm telling you, he's just like a... I mean, I just, and he just was so beside himself. He's so excited to see us. We are so excited to see him. And he's telling us about, uh, he's talking about, yeah, he's talking about certain things to us. But it's so hilarious. It's so funny. And we pinch ourselves all the time because we can't believe that it's really going down in real time. Two black country girls from North Carolina is sitting here in the Oval Office with the most powerful man in the world. Yeah. And we're just sitting here and we're just chatting. So, so it's funny as, is 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 is, is. taking a back bite. I, if, if I could just, if I had one thing to say about it, he makes me feel like a little kid in a candy store. Yes, he makes it. He makes it fun. It's no. It's like he's not worried about anything, and he don't want you to be worried about anything. Yes. And this is a president that cares. He cares about all people, all matters of life. And the, the sad thing is that a lot of people are missing out on this because of their own bias and their own hatred in their own heart. But this president really loves everybody and cares. And we love our president, and we're so grateful that our president loves us. Yes. What about the people around the president or any other entertainer or someone, do you see this type of pushback against them where they're afraid to talk out loud? Well, I don't think that they're afraid to talk out loud. <laughs> but you know what? Here's what I do. There's a saying, stay in your own lane and do your own thing. Yeah. And that's what Diamond and Silk do. So I don't go and judge everyone that's around the president. I believe that the president is a businessman. He makes the best decisions for him. Mm-hmm. And anyone that shouldn't be around the president will start falling off like, like Tic Tacs falling on the floor. That's right. I mean, it's just that simple. That's just what I... Honestly and humbly, uh, believe. All right, I got to ask you two a question because I got to tell the truth. When I'm invited to the White House, both as a mayor and governor, you know, I'd go to the restroom there at the White House, and I'd always stuff a few White House napkins in my uh, in in my uh, pants there or my coat jacket. All right, what did you guys take out of the White House? Come on. I I can promise you nothing. 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 No M and M's. No nothing. Humbleness. Being grateful. President did give us something. Uh, all right, all right. That's what we got to hear. And I took that. Huh? What did the president give you? He gave us a beautiful picture that yeah. we take it uh, with him in the Oval Office. They made sure we got that. And that's it. That's, that's I don't go in the bathroom it. and take it. I am so humbled by it all. Mm-hmm. You have to remember, Pat, that whenever Obama, the first so-called black president, mm-hmm. was elected, uh, People didn't go up to the White House like that. The one thing I love about President Donald J. Trump, he's about America. He's about the American people. Yes. The house belongs to the American people, and that's why he invited the American people in. And I love him. And for we that. try to take it all in to keep it as as our memory right. is what we basically try to do. And if I could just circle back around one thing, one one thing that I think we might have missed, and that's about the ugly when it comes to politics. Uh-huh. You know, the swamp. Uh-huh. Understanding the swamp, the rats that's clogging the oh, pipe yeah. in the swamp is one of the main ugliest things that I've realized about politics, how the kickbacks are going on, how these different businesses and interests and foreign interests are set up for money to siphon through by working off the backs 
beating down the backs of the American taxpayers mm-hmm. to take that money and cipher through to other foreign entities for somebody else's interest. Right. How a politician can go in, uh, 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 poor. in poor and come out filthy rich. Mm-hmm. When I look at the real true ugliness of politics, we have the right man with the master plan to make America great again. I think Mueller should Mueller should Mueller should have interviewed the two of you. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and, but, but when I look at everything that's going on, when it comes to Mueller, when it comes to the report, when it comes to this Democrat Congress, when it even comes to this man uh, who is a Republican that wants to continue with the shenanigans, yeah. this is why we do need to drain the swamp. This is why we do need to put in term limits. A lot of these people been up there. They all talk. They no action. They don't take action, and they go missing in action. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be legislating, but they're up there. All right, well, real quick before we end, I'm keeping you longer than we anticipated, and you have a busy schedule. When you testify in front of Congress mm. about being taken off of Facebook, mm-hmm. did did the Democrats stick around and listen to you? Oh, they act like they ignored us. They act like we was a nant and why they were why they were annoyed that we were up there as American citizens, um, telling them about right. our First Amendment rights. Yeah. But if it was DACA up there, they would have been all ears. Right. So that's why we have to vote in a Congress that care about Americans right. and the American people. It, it was as if they was not used to seeing it. See, they're not used to seeing black people come sit down at the table because they were so used to being out in the street marching talking about no justice, no peace, not for diamond and silk. The Republicans that have invited us to the table, allowed us to be at that table, and allow us to speak our truth about what Facebook had done to us, and the Democrats are not used to that. You're not supposed to be there. How did you get there? How dare you get to this place and you didn't come through me? Mm-hmm. That's basically what we felt from those Democrats up there in Congress. That's right. You know, next time you come on our podcast, I wish you would express your opinion next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you guys, know, Pat, you aren't extroverted enough. You you need to come out more. <laughs> well, you know we're on our chit chat tour. We are coming out to different cities and uh, states near you. If you want to go to chitchattour.com to see what state we're going to be coming to, yeah. and that's chitchattour.com. We want to see your face in a place. You invite me when you're in North Carolina. I'd love to join the stage with you. We will. Inside the Game of Politics with Pat McCrory with special guest Diamond and Silk. You two are the best, and I might add, you're both very courageous, too. Because I, oh, I kind of know from being on the trail, when you're not speaking the norms, when you're not speaking the status quo, uh, you get a lot of pushback. And God bless you, and also God bless your families. Wow. For putting God up bless. with it, too. Yes. Thank you. Take care now. Thanks for listening to Inside the Game of Politics with Pat McCrory. To contact the show, email Show at WBT.com. You can hear more from Pat every weekday morning from 8 to 10 on News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT or at WBT on Radio.com. Monday, it's a new episode of All Rise, the legal drama where one judge is shaking up the system. When I take the bench, I'm taking a vow to fight for justice. One case at a time. Your Honor, we're going to trial. Simone Misick is Judge Lola Carmichael. Up on that bench. Everything is different. A new episode of All Rise. Freedom is at stake. It's important. Followed by a new episode of Bull, Monday at 9, 8 central on CBS.